What's up, family? What's up? This is just keeping it real with Charles and Melindia. Also known as Jay Kerr. Jay Kerr. J K I R. Yes. Look, today we want to share some special, a uh, special topic, and we have a special guest that we're excited about today. Mm -hmm. And we just want to talk a little bit about managing stress and anxiety during this time of COVID nineteen. Yes. And we know a lot of lives are changed. And uh, again, we're hoping to give some resources that you can take and benefit from. Yes, so, so we have Miss Lashia Bowers, who will be soon Dr. Bowers. Uh, she is our licensed professional counselor and also an alcohol and drug counselor. So before we get started with Miss Dr. Bowers, we'd like to talk to you a little bit about our purpose. Okay, our purpose, we, what we do, we empower all people, that's our purpose, in hopes of building a stronger world. Yep. And, and, uh, uh -huh. Go ahead. And so who are we? Who are we? Who are well, you? We're relationship advocates. Yes, we are. We are for relationships. Mm -hmm. So, and... We publicly support and recommend the strengthening of health relationships. Okay. So, that's kind of what we are. All right. So, a little bit about what we are hopefully here to do today is talk a little bit about really our mental stability in this um, really rough time. Trying, very trying and challenging. Yeah, for a lot yes, of people. Yes, very trying. That. And okay. with that, I'd like to just give a little bit about Miss Bowers. Oh, baby. Miss Bowers, right. she right. is currently a licensed professional counselor and mm -hmm. an alcohol and drug counselor practicing at Seneca, South Carolina. She's also a PhD candidate in educational leadership of pre-K to 12 at Clemson University in Clemson, South Carolina. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> you want to? Okay, well, um, she is the oldest mm -hmm. of three siblings. Yep. She was born in Beaufort, South Carolina, raised in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, she has earned her BA in English education from UNCG Greensboro. Uh, after completing her undergrad degree, uh, she ventured out, moved to Texas, where she taught at Spring High School as a 10th grade English teacher. Wow, that was in guts. That was in, yeah. <laughs> and so in 2015, she was honored and recognized as Teacher of the Year. Yes, give her props for that. All right. <laughs> Lastly, she continued her studies where she earned her master's degree in counseling at Prairie View AME in Texas. Her research agenda includes emancipatory practices in pre-K through 12 settings, Africana psychology and African-centered education. All right. She's got a lot to offer. Absolutely. So now you know we're speaking with someone that's got the credentials. Absolutely. So, in our opening, again, we talk about in the midst of this COVID-19 situation, there are certain buzzwords that are going around, such, you know, during the pandemic. People are expressing their feelings of uncertainty. They're talking about being restless, mm -hmm. you know, certain uh, fear, uh, fear yeah. stresses, anxieties. Mm -hmm. So our focus in today's lesson, we want to do in this podcast, we want to learn how to handle the stress 
and the anxieties. Absolutely. So, with further ado, we have Mrs. Bowers. Well, thank you guys for having me today. I'm excited to be able to sit down and talk with you guys about one of my favorite topics. Absolutely. Okay. Great, All right. great. So, Ms. Bowers, tell us a little bit, what motivated you to work in this type of field of mental health? So, as you guys stated earlier, I started off in education. And my first job, I was actually teaching at a high school in Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And it was a school for suspended students. So all of my students were kicked out of school. And I noticed that, I know, it's so tough (laughs) when you start off. You dived in hard, huh? (laughs) Go ahead. And I noticed that a lot of the problems they were having academically would have been solved or prevented if they had some help mentally some mental health help so that's what motivated me and said okay you know what i want to get my master's in counseling that's great that's great great. kudos and it's so needed for (laughs) our young people today uh to have some guidance and someone like you to kind of help them out as because they don't know really where to go what to do and then they start reaching out for other things that's totally um destructive for them yeah so that's great so can you give us a little bit about what you understand what stress and anxiety is of what we're dealing with yes so stress a lot of times when we think about stress we first think about physical stress so you think about going to work and having stress on your body as if you're doing physical or manual labor but stress is any dis-ease that's happening within your body so it could be physical it could be mental stress if you have some mental things that you're thinking about, some things that's bothering you, some thoughts that's happening in your mind, and also emotional stress. It could be going through a loss of a family member or just adapting to any type of change in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And particularly particularly now, uh, with people dying from this unknown disease illness that we have now, how how have you noticed uh, the increase of people uh, having trouble dealing and managing since COVID nineteen? Uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah. So with COVID nineteen, it's a lot of unknowns. Mm-hmm. One day we were able to live our lives and go to a restaurant and eat, and then oh, next yeah. thing you know, right. you had to stay inside. So it's a lot of worry as far as what's going to happen next. And how is that going to impact me and my family? A lot of people have lost their jobs due to the mandate of only essential workers working. So there's a lot of worry about that anxiety and, you know, how can I help my family and pay my bills? So, of course, this pandemic has caused a lot for even somebody who may not have experienced these symptoms before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... so- is it been uh, a major increase, say, since this epidemic has started, or, or you're seeing more of the same people kind of, um, uh, I guess, uh, explode more of the symptoms, or has it been an, an additional uh, group of people that's dealing with these type of stresses? Well, I definitely, I believe that it has been an increase. If we look at it, I know last week they said the, more, the most people in the United States filed for unemployment than ever before. Mm-hmm. So these stressors that people don't normally have, 
they now have due to COVID-19. And then someone who may already have been experiencing anxiety, of course, this situation doesn't help. Um, hopefully they're having, using some coping skills that we'll talk about a little later, Okay. but um, it can make this, their situation worse mm-hmm. than what they were already managing beforehand. Well, let me ask you, um, in your field, what do you look for as far as the signs? How would a person, let's say like, I'm going through this and definitely it's changed my life, but what do I look for to see or to show that I'm stressed? What signs, how would you tell that? Okay, sure. So there's a lot of different anxiety disorders, but the most popular one is generalized anxiety disorder. And some things that we look for when we're talking to different clients is do they feel restless or do they feel like they're on edge? Are they tired easily or feel like they're more fatigued than usual? Sometimes people say, okay, well, I don't have anywhere to go. Or how much time are they spending sleeping? Um, That's one big indicator, sleeping more. Having trouble concentrating, feeling like you can't focus on your activity at hand or feel like it's hard to remember, like your mind goes blank. And some other symptoms, of course, is feeling irritable. And that's how we interact a lot of times with our family members and our <laughs> friends and in our relationships. Yes, it's been a regular. <laughs> and, yeah, so I, you're spending so much time with them now. <laughs> so, we, we... Where did I leave off? What was the last symptom I said? Um, let's see, you were talking about not sleeping, not being able to okay. sleep. Yeah, so, okay, yes, difficulty sleeping, um, having trouble falling asleep at night or staying asleep or when they wake up and they're worrying. So anxiety is just a worry, but it becomes an issue when it's excessive worry. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. right, okay. So I guess, too, with uh, the stressors, uh, with people being home together as much too, that produces even more stress um, outside of COVID. Um, but the point of having to be home because of COVID, sure. um, have you noticed any other increase of, um, of um, uh, outside interferences like um, whether or not there may be um, I don't know. It could result in abuse, more couples dealing with arguing more, you know, uh, more because they're together so much. Or um, you got parents that may be totally overstressed because now they've got to, if they have the ability to work from home, they're working and having to take care of the kids. Um, and as well as um, trying to give them some type of educational instruction. Um, what type of um, stress stresses do you see that they deal with as well? Sure, so if you had any problems before COVID-19, which we're all human and <laughs> we all have problems, mm-hmm. it makes it worse because when you go to work, it's an outlet and you get a I guess you might call it a break, mm-hmm. um, time away. But when you're home all the time, and if you're having issues at home, that problem is now in your face and has become magnified. Mm-hmm. So communication, if communication was a problem, for example, or discipline was a problem, and someone's working from home, 
trying to talk to someone online and their kids are in the background because the kids can't go to school and the kids aren't doing their work because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they weren't doing it in school. Right, <laughs> but now right, the parents right. see. I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys have seen all the memes and videos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I think a lot of families now are pre- appreciating the teachers more. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Mm-hmm. When they, they notice that it just makes any problem that already existed bigger than it was because you are seeing it more. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So, uh, do you think a person can be stressed and not show any signs? Everybody's different. I think that people can be stressed and not show signs or not notice or know what to look for. So, for example, one thing is if you break your routine, which most of us, our routines have been interrupted, but you might think, okay, this is normal. I don't have anything else to do, so I'm going to sleep but not realize that is a symptom Mm -hmm. or isolation. Someone might just say, well, I can't go anywhere where I would normally go see my friends or my family where you can video chat or call on the phone, but just changing that type of things in your routine is a suggestion that you might be stressed out, but the person might not know or identify it. Right, Mm -hmm. right, okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you, I know you mentioned as far as uh, a person might I guess either take a nap or go to sleep or whatever and I guess is that does that run into signs of depression as well is that some of the things you see so and with with your with the clients that you meet with do you deal with like married couples for instance do do you do you okay so yes I have Yes, I work with married couples and families a lot. Okay, okay. Because I know what she mentioned. <laughs> she started talking about a, an increase, which is not a funny subject, but I know what she mentioned about an increase of, uh, like, abuse in relationships. Just like, and I know, and, and with myself, just, just, just she and her, I know at times we don't see eye to eye. We see more of each other. Then sometimes there are more opportunities for disagreements to happen, and we've experienced a lot of that too as well. So I'm saying... I haven't beat her. No. Funny that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you know no, 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 I'm just kidding. But, but I know that in relationships that some people cannot deal with disagreement or conflict and they may handle it or it may come out in a certain way of becoming violence and, you know, violent. So I, and I'm, and what, in asking that question about whether you're seeing an increase of those situations or more abuse you know, in relationships, because men are not the only one that become aggressive or, or physical towards a woman. There are women out here nowadays that are tying something on men, you know, just in short. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I can say not advocating any of that, but I'm just wondering whether what you've witnessed, whether you've witnessed an increase in that as well. Yes, for sure. And there definitely has been an increase of more calls for DSS as far as child abuse Mm-hmm. And also adult neglect with okay. elderly people as well. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so th- th- this is really hitting a lot of areas that we don't normally think about. So, you know, with that, you know, I I, I didn't, you know, even give that a thought. Yeah. But uh, yeah, gosh, I can see it. And then, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, also think about how devastating it is for those that do get ill with this uh, with COVID, and. It's like once you drop your loved one off at the hospital, you may never see them again. 
So uh, have you had the unfortunate opportunity to speak with anyone that deals with situations where their family may have passed away and the loneliness that I can't even imagine that um, that the family member may have to deal with. Have you have how or what words would you uh, share with them of how to handle those type of things? And I know it's not anything that you can just you know right. run off mm-hmm. because we just don't know. But what type of uh, scenarios or situations have you dealt with with that type of uh, issues? So, because this is recent, I haven't, as far as my work, but I have friends who have experienced having to attend funerals on Zoom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. so many people are not allowed to go into the funeral home. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's it's very hard to respond to that. Of course, you can respond how you would respond normally when someone's grieving, but it's different when you're grieving and you have to grieve alone sure. through a video camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these are some really trying, trying times. Things that we've never, ever have seen. I even asked my mom, who's over seventy, have she ever had any experience dealing with, you know, something this devastating across the world? Um, she mentioned about what was it, smallpox mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, in right. year I think way before any of us. Polio. In polio. But it never mm-hmm. affected worldwide it may be you know an isolated area so um the what i have known even myself i i have gone through and i've never really dealt with you know um anxiety to the point of of this magnitude but you know i will i have had a a situation where i wasn't able to sleep and i'm thinking what and what is happening is i look at too much tv (laughs) that's another thing some you know people wind up doing they looking at too much um bad things or the things that's happening and then you think you're going to rest you have people that deal with things as such as that yes one of the first things i would tell someone that might be dealing with anxiety as far as COVID, is to turn off the news turn off the alerts on your phone because your mind becomes consumed with that and you know thoughts become things and when i would definitely one coping strategy is to start reframing those thoughts a lot of times a lot of the symptoms with covid or even with anxiety somebody might their heart's beating fast and they think okay i have a heart attack or oh i have i'm i'm experiencing these symptoms i'm hot and that can cause someone to go to the hospital Yeah. Okay, uh, we're back and talk to uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, some recommended coping skills that people can uh, utilize and elaborate as much as you possibly can. Okay, so as I was saying earlier, one is cognitive reframing. So that's reframing your negative thoughts and any type of positivity that you can bring into your life. So there's a website called Good News and it only reports on positive news Mm -hmm. that you can look at on your phone. I had to personally do that myself because I just kept seeing all of this every time I logged on, how many people are dying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also prayer can help. 
Mm-hmm. And a tool called mindfulness, which is being mindful here in the present. There's many YouTube videos on mindfulness that people can look up and practice and practice meditation to help them, especially when those thoughts of worry are happening with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting enough sleep and eating healthy. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have to sleep. And when you're stressed, it's hard for you to go to sleep, like you were saying earlier, where you experienced that yourself. So mm-hmm. finding different ways where you can make sure you're getting your eight hours at night and that you're eating three meals a day and you're eating three healthy meals a day. Mm-hmm. Getting outside, going for a walk in nature mm-hmm. can also help you. And then, of course, talk therapy. There's many therapists that's out there, although you might not be able to go into an office right now that does telehealth. Mm-hmm. And if you do if you do not like that, of course, you can talk to a friend, talk to a trusted family member as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, so you mentioned telehealth. So is, is that how you're seeing your clients now? As well? Yes. So currently okay. I'm seeing clients via telehealth. I do video or phone calls okay. until we are able to open our office back up. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Right. Okay. right. Definitely. Yeah, and, and innovative. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Charles have actually introduced me to um, it's something I listen to. We listen to when we go to sleep at night sometimes. Um, and it, so the, the positive freq- frequencies, frequencies, you know, uh, th- there's some on, on on YouTube as well. And like I said, some to build the immune system up. Um, you know, maybe some to eliminate fear. And anxiety, mm-hmm. um, you know, some to increase faith. So there's several ones to to do. So and build self confidence and several. So that that's what at least you learn or you get a different frame of mind while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, and these frequencies are speaking to the body. So right, absolutely. Right. And we notice too, you know, even though this is uh, some troubling times. This is also an opportunity for us to evaluate ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, Spiritually take take time to so, yeah. know what your purpose is. Yeah, exactly. um, read more. You know, think about your um, your your relationship with your family, your your children, and your companion. Spending time if if. Um, that has been an issue. Even if we're doing things remotely, you know, it it's kind of takes through, um, kind of helps you a little bit through that as well. And also when you mentioned prayer, you know, definitely connecting with your creator. Yeah. You know, because th- th- these are trying times. And uh, so, and that's what we've tried to get more into the scriptures, to get comfort there. I think a lot of people, I know even posting on Facebook, a lot of people are posting scriptures now. You know, to, to motivate or encourage other people. So again, and I know being trying times, you you need some level of comfort there. And we definitely, uh, you know, uh, I guess sign off on the prayer that you mentioned and yeah. definitely scripture reading as well. So in closing, can you give uh, someone that's listening, that's dealing with some mental health issues, um, a fear and anxiety, uh, some major stresses, what what could be your be your parting words or your thought of encouragement? Um, even though we're in different, you know, our viewers in different states and maybe even a different country listening to us now, uh, knowing that they may have uh, their own, you know, uh, areas to look at. What type of things? What can you you 
give us as some parting words? Sure. The first thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Recognizing, okay, this is causing an issue in my life. It's interrupting my time with my family or interrupting you at work or even at school. And then there's a lot of resources online that one can use. Finding a counselor, there's a website, Psychology Today. Okay. And you can look for all types of different counselors on there. And they have bios and tell you what they specialize in. There's the there's NAMI, that website, which is the National Alliance of Mental Health Illnesses. And that can point you in the right direction. And then as you guys said earlier, even just YouTube videos, there's many recommendations on YouTube and many, like I said, mindfulness earlier, you guys mentioned the frequencies from music and there's different relaxation techniques that people can utilize online as well. If they are international, um, I'm sure they have access to those websites also. Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been really um, very, very helpful. Uh, I, I am so appreciative. I've known um, almost Dr. Bowers <laughs> for quite some time, and I've seen her grow in such a way to edify people, even today, of what I'm hearing and seeing her blossom. Yes, in, we have. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, blossom in such a, mm-hmm. uh, um, a way that you will connect and help a lot mm-hmm. of people that close off and, and, and uh, hide their stresses and their type of mental illness that they may have. Mm -hmm. It's just a a different time today. So people like yourself, uh, I I commend you. I appreciate you. And Mm -hmm. thank you for your time. And um, we will hear more back from Mrs. Miss Dr. Lashia Brown. Brown, And uh, Bowers. Bowers. Why did I say Bowers? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did I say Brown? Well, you, you, okay, you, so you're familiar with I'm familiar with that. That didn't but have anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I've known this lady forever, but uh, I, we, we greatly appreciate you and thank you so much. Right. And, and one thing we want to say too, again, uh, thank you for sharing uh, your knowledge, your education with us. And one thing, uh, you know, doing this in the black community, uh, there's a need because the black community has been so negative against uh, doing anything as far as mental health is concerned. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, you know, either, hey, pray to God, you know, boom, it, it's, it's right. So there, there is something now, uh, again, I think more blacks are even looking into and seeing counselors or people to help. And it's not that you're all gone, you know, mentally any of that. So definitely kudos to you for that. Thank you for your time. And just like, Thank you know, you. we've gone to see a counselor. We, we went to see a counselor first time in our counselors. life this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always heard great, great. counselors yeah. need right. counselors. Yeah, so that's you the know, thing. They, and I want to ask that question. So, doing all of this, where does the counselor go? <laughs> so, we, there, there, there are counselors that work and specialize in just counselors. Okay. So, you know, there's this thing called secondary trauma. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of research about that. Okay. And just when you sit down and you listen to a lot of traumatic stories, mm-hmm. you can experience that second. Okay. So 
so it's good for therapists as well to okay. have a therapist and it's good to see how it feels to sit on the couch on the other side <laughs> right okay right, <laughs> right okay that, that was my final question so again yes. we thank you yes thank you and, so uh, much i thank you um uh, miss bowers and uh, I can say we, we, we have some great takeaways mm-hmm. that you have shared that uh, can utilize for everybody, sure. you know. Um, sure. And um, I definitely will apply some of those things to in my life and share them to other people that may, just to anybody. Because right now, I think we all have stresses mm-hmm. of the unknown. Sure. So um, we appreciate your time and we look forward to next week's podcast which is gonna be a live podcast so you stay tuned and um we'll talk to you soon but make sure you um stay tuned on our other platforms which is where we don't have to do that oh so we don't have to do that that. you don't have to hear that part so we'll cut that part out so you'll hear that next time once we um We'll edit all this part out, but thank you so much, ma'am. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'll keep in touch with you, okay? Okay. Be blessed. All right. Love you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay. All right. Be good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to go through oh, that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, because all, all okay, I'm still recording. Because th- that's what we do. It's okay. the only thing we end it, and then we talk about the takeaway, because see, all of that is what we do. Baby. Okay. Yeah, so let me go ahead and end this here.